Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I'm so glad that we can spend time together. To study the important subject called discovering my calling. Let us pray together, Father. We thank you so much, Lord, that you love us, and you anoint us, you equip us, and want to use us, Lord, for the great things of the kingdom of God. And we want to be a part of your body. We want to serve you. We want to serve one another and serve the world, Father. Help us, Lord, to discover our calling and our ministry. Thank you, Father, and we ask the Holy Spirit to teach us in Jesus' name. Amen. This is the sixth lesson, a teaching concerning discovering my calling. In the previous five session, we learned the backgrounds of why every believer should discover his or her ministry and calling, and we also learned. About the spiritual gift in the past two times, I would like to encourage you to listen to the first five sessions. This is the sixth ones, and continue to listen. I believe that there will be altogether ten sessions in this series of teaching. I would like to continue to talk again about the spiritual gift. I want to give you an overview of the supernatural ability given by the Holy Spirit. We call this. Abilities, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, or the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. After we were born again, the Spirit of God came into our life, and He manifested His power and ministry through us. The Bible talk about different kinds of ministries that come from the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians chapter twelve verse one say, "Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren." I do not want you to be ignorant. You see, God doesn't want us to be ignorant of the spiritual gifts. A spiritual gift is a supernatural God-given ability given by the Holy Spirit to every born-again Christian at the time of his or her conversion. And these spiritual gifts must be used to minister to others and to build up the body of Christ. Or the local church. There are four major passages of the scripture that tell us about the spiritual gift. Number one, Romans chapter twelve verses three to eight. Number two, First Corinthians chapter twelve verses one to eleven, and verses twenty-seven to thirty-one, and Ephesians chapter four eleven to twelve. First Peter chapter four verses nine to eleven. But there are other Passages of Scripture that mention or illustrate spiritual gifts not included in these four passages of Scripture. All spiritual gifts are given to believers to help the church fulfill the purposes of God. So we have to categorize this list of gifts according to these four purposes. We may have many gifts. And we use the gifts to fulfill the purpose of God and His church. Number one, 
to celebrate God's presence or to worship. Number two, demonstrate God's love and His power. That is to serve God by showing love and His power. Number three, educate God's people or discipleship. Number four, communicate God's word or teaching and evangelism. Everything we do in our church will fulfill these four purposes. The gifts or the manifestation of the Spirit are given to fulfill these biblical purposes. The gifts recorded in the New Testament are not exhaustive. God can do something that beyond your understanding, but we use the Bible as our guideline to understand the spiritual gifts, and we will. Learn about spiritual gift in detail in other classes, but in this class, we will learn the overview of the gift. In the fifth session, you already learn two purposes: the gifts that demonstrate the two purposes of God. In this one, I'm going to talk about the other two purposes. Okay, let's start by talking about gifts that demonstrate God's love. Gift that demonstrate God's Power and God's love. Number one, the gift of service. The gift of serving or service is the supernatural ability to recognize unmet needs in the church family, and to take the initiative to provide practical assistance quickly, cheerfully, and without a need for recognition. It is a supernatural ability. Given by the Holy Spirit to certain believers to serve others' needs with a willing and joyful heart, Romans chapter twelve verse seven. If it is serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. So, if the gift of serving you have, you serve joyfully, faithfully. Acts chapter six verses one to seven. Now, in those days. When the number of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists, because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, "It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out." From among you, seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. It's so important that we should live a godly life with a good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit, full of wisdom, and full of faith, whom we may appoint over this business. Business of what? Serving the widows. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word, and. The saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit, and Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch, whom they set before the apostles. When they had prayed and they lay hands on them, then the word of God spread. The number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. This scripture talk about these seven men who served the table. They have the gift of serving. Actually, the Bible calls all of us to serve and to have a servant heart. 
But some believers have the gift of service. These believers will initiate to serve and to take charge in doing it when they see some needs in the church. They want to be helpful. They pull up the sleeve and offer their hand to help. They do not want to be up front or on the stage. They had a spiritual antenna to see a need and then take initiative and action to serve. Often, the believers with this gift have a high energy level. They are practical and efficient at physical tasks. They are fulfilled when they can serve those who are in a visible role. They are unselfish, very giving. They give their time and energy. They are willing to do whatever it takes. They do even lowly works. They serve others as if they do it for the Lord. The church needs a lot of people with the gift of service. Service is a demonstration of God's love. Let's look at the second kind of gift that demonstrates God's love and power. Mercy, the gift of mercy. Romans chapter 12, verse 8. He who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives in liberality, he who leads with diligence, and the last one, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Luke chapter 10, 30 to 37. We can see a giver mercy in the Samaritan man here. He showed mercy to a Jewish man who was hurt. Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine, and he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out to denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come back, I will repay you. So which of these trees do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And they, he said, He who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. The gift of mercy is a supernatural ability given by God to certain believers to feel the hurts of others with the desire to assist them to the utmost. People who have this gift have the ability to detect hurt or pain or suffering and empathize with those who are suffering in the church family. They have the ability to provide compassionate and cheerful support to those experiencing distress, crisis, or pain. They may go to that person's house, pray for, bring food, show love, and show kindness. 
A good example of this gift is the good Samaritan. He picked up the injured Jewish man and left him in an inn. He left a credit card and said, "Whatever it takes, I will pay for this man." He took action of mercy. These kind of Christians have a tendency to empathize. They like to pray for people who face difficulties. They weep with those who weep and rejoice. With those who rejoice, they love to say comforting words or send a sympathy card to others. Those who are in the pastoral care ministry should have this gift. So that is a gift of mercy, the gift of service. Next one, the gift of helps. First Corinthians chapter twelve verse twenty-eight. And God has appointed this in the church: first apostles, second prophet, third teachers. After that, miracles. Then gifts of healing, helps help with s, administrations, varieties of tongues. The gifts of help is a supernatural ability given by God to certain believers to assist others to be successful in their ministry. The gift of helps are given to certain believers who will support their leaders, such as archers or. The camera team, the soundboard team, the PowerPoint team, the ministry that take care of the children, or the greeters, those who help ministers or pastors to travel, help carry the luggage and to set up things that helps their leaders, and this is very important gift. For example, in the Bible, when Moses was praying for the army of Israel. To fight against the enemy, Aaron and Ur lifted up the arms of Moses so that the arms would not fall down, and that is the gift of helps. We need that kind of gift. If you have a passion, desire, and ability to help your pastors, your care group leaders, or ministry leaders, you have that gift. You want to exercise that gift and develop the gift, the gift of helps, the gift of showing. Hospitality, First Peter chapter four verses nine to ten, be hospitable to one another without grumbling, as each one has received a gift. Minister to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. The gift of showing hospitality is a supernatural ability to make others, especially strangers, feel warmly welcomed, accepted. And comfortable in the church family, the ability to coordinate factors that promote fellowship. When you meet these people, who have this gift, you immediately feel comfortable around them. It is a difference between entertaining and showing hospitality. People can do entertaining in their homes, but the guests may feel uptight the whole time. But those who genuinely have the gift of showing hospitality make their guests comfortable, no matter how their homes look. They have a way of making you feel at ease. They can usually make good conversation. They know how to bring the best out of other people, and compliment it. They know how to get you talk about yourself. They don't talk a lot. They listen, and they want to compliment you. They have great concern for your comfort. They love to provide meals 
or drink and serve other people. They can create an atmosphere that people can enjoy. If you have this gift, you can be a greeter in your church. Greeters make the first impression to guests of the church. When a guest walks into the door of the church, his first impression is who talks to me outside the sanctuary, or I feel good here, I feel comfortable here. If you have this gift, the church needs you at the front line. The greeting ministry is a very important ministry. Why? Because you do not get the second chance to make a good first impression to the guests. When our unchurched guests feel good and relaxed, the gospel can be communicated to them easily. The gift of showing hospitality. Next one, the gift of shepherding or pastoring. You need to differentiate between people who have the gift of pastoring and the pastor. The pastor are the fivefold ministry gift who are leaders in the church. But not everyone work as a senior pastor, or assistant pastor, but they have the heart desire to pastor people to look after people. First Peter chapter five verses two to four. Shepherd the flock of God, which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly, nor as being lords over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. The gift of shepherding or pastoring is a supernatural ability given by God to care for the spiritual need of a group of believers and equip them for ministry. The ability to nurture a small group to receive spiritual growth. These people who have the gift of shepherding can assume responsibility for the welfare of the sheep of God. The Greek word for pastor means to lead or care for. God uses pastor to protect the flock. Acts chapter 20, verse 28. Therefore, take heed to yourselves and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. The chief of God, the members in the church are valuable. He bought them with the blood of Jesus Christ. People with this gift tend to see the value of people. They don't offend people. They want to help people to grow and to experience the grace, the love, the mercy, and the goodness of God. Those who have the gift of pastoring are very fulfilled in their ministry. They like to call and visit people. They enjoy caring for people. Some of you may have this gift in seed form. You may be gifted to be a pastor. You may not have even a title, but you don't care about the title. You just love people. You just want to help people, pick people up, show love to people, greet people. You want to make sure they read the Bible. You pray for them. You care for them. You make sure they're growing. And when they have problems, you go visit them. You want to help them to love Jesus more. If you have this gift, you need to develop it as you grow to become a strong Christian. Next one, the gift of giving. Romans chapter 12, verse 8. 
he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality. Second Corinthians chapter eight verses one to seven. Moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abound. In the riches of their liberality or generosity, for I bear witness that according to their ability, yes, beyond their ability, they were freely willing, imploring us with much urgency that we would receive the gift and the fellowship of the ministering to the saints, and not only as we had hoped, but they first gave themselves to the Lord and then to us by the will of God. So we urge Titus. That as he had begun, so he would also complete this grace in you as well. But as you abound in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all diligence, and in all your love for us, see that you abound in this grace also. The Apostle Paul talked about the generosity of the Gentile church. They sent aids and finances and resources to help the believers. In Jerusalem, on the ten percent tithe, so that the body of Christ may grow and be strengthened, the ability to earn and manage money so it may be given to support the ministry of others. Christians with the gift of giving love to give. You do not have to tell them that giving is a part of the Christian life. They are very generous, happy, and joyful, and Fulfilled in giving, people like to be around them. Often, God blesses their work, and they are successful in their business. People with this gift may not be rich; they may be in a, a normal society. They are not millionaires or rich people, but they have the gift of giving. But because they have a generous giving heart, everything they touch. Turn to gold, and they give it away. God gives some of the people with this gift and ability to make a large amount of money. They finance the kingdom and give money to the church and to the poor. Nobody tells them to give; they just enjoy giving. The more they give, the more God blesses them. You may have this gift; you will never be able to outgive God. This is a good news. You never outgive God. You may think I would love to give a large amount of money for God's work, the gift of giving. Now, let us look at another purpose of the church that is to celebrate God's presence. Gift that celebrate God's presence. Another group of gifts. Psalm one hundred fifty. Please read this psalm yourself. I don't have time to read it. Psalm one hundred fifty. Talk about. People who have the supernatural ability to celebrate God's presence through music, either vocal or instrumental, and to lead the church family in worship. People who have this gift can really play music, bring the presence of God, lead worship, sing, and praise and worship the Lord. Music is clearly a spiritual gift in the church. Some Christians are gifted to be musicians, worship leaders, and singers for a local church. 
they are able to lead the family of God to worship. If you have this gift, please develop your skill of music and ask God for more and more anointing, so that when we lead worship, the presence of God will show up, and the people in the congregation will be touched by the presence of God, be healed, be delivered, and be blessed. You should serve God in this ministry under the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit, not just by your own ability. The gifts of arts and crafts, Exodus chapter 31, 3 to 11, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship to decide artistic works, to work in gold, in silver, in bronze, in cutting jewels for setting, in carving wood, and to work in all manner of workmanship. And I indeed, I have appointed with him Aholiab, the son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan. And I have put wisdom in the hearts of all who are gifted artisans, that they may make all that I have commanded you, the tabernacle of meeting, the ark of testimony, and the mercy seat that is on it, and all the furniture of the tabernacle, the table and its utensils, the pure gold lampstand with all its utensils, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering with all its utensils, and the lever and its base, the garments of ministry, the holy garments for Aaron, the priest, and the garments of his sons to minister as priests, and the anointing oil and sweet incense for the holy place, according to all that I have commanded you, they shall do. This supernatural ability is given by God to certain people to build, maintain, and beautify the place of worship for God's glory and honor. This supernatural ability express worship through a variety of arts forms. These people have supernatural ability to build and beautify the place of worship. Some people are good at artistic works, designing artistic work. Some are good at painting. God does not give us that gift just to be used as a hobby or as a profession, but to use it to beautify His kingdom and His place of worship. The Bible says when God built his temple through his children, he gave them different skills. We need this gift in our church. Why do we need a church building? The church is not a building. It is a family and it's an army of God. Every family needs a house. The church is a body of Christ. Everyone needs clothes. The church building is like a house or a clothing. So you can see here that some people have the supernatural ability to decorate the church, to do the building and reconstruction, design, and repair, and maintain the house of God or the things of God. They may be able to make a promotion movie. They are able to draw the picture to encourage people to go to the camp of the church or to come to the special service. They have the artistic ability. Now I'm going to talk about other spiritual gifts that support all four purposes. Number one, the gift of intercession. Colossians chapter 1, 9 to 12. 
For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will, and in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him, being fruitful in every work, and increased sing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to His glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. The Bible talks about praying for the saints, intercession or interceding for other people. The gift of intercession is a supernatural ability to pray for the needs of others in the church family over extended periods of time on a regular basis. They have the supernatural ability to persist in prayer and not be discouraged until the answer arrives from heaven. The Christian with this gift will keep praying and praying and praying until the answer shows up. They have an ability to pray for long hours. Intercessors should pray for the pastor and for church leader. They should pray for the service while the worship service is going on. They pray for the city and for the nations, the gift of intercession. We need more people to do intercession for the church, for the city and the nations. If you have this gift, please use this gift faithfully. The gifts of healings, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, to another, faith by the same spirit, to another, gifts of healing by the same spirit. The gifts of healing are the supernatural abilities to help those with some kind of illness so they might receive physical, emotional, or spiritual healing from God. People with this gift will pray by faith and see the result of divine healing. Some of you may have the gift of healing concerning headache. So every time you pray for people with headache, they got healed. Or some of you may have the gift of healings concerning cancer. So when you pray for people with cancer, they got healed. It's good to have this gift. Have this manifestation of the Spirit through you. The Lord Jesus, while He was walking on earth, He demonstrated the gifts of healing a lot. Another gift, the working of miracles. 1 Corinthians 12, 10. To another, the working of miracles. The working of miracles. Wow, this is a very powerful gift. It is a supernatural ability to perform extraordinary and spectacular signs and wonders or creative healing that are beyond the laws of science and nature. For example, there's no ear. You pray and the ear come out. Or the dead is raised by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is a gift of miracle. Or people who cannot walk, they get up and walk. The blind can see. It's the mixture of the gift of miracle and the gift of healing. The gift of performing miracles is the supernatural ability to pray by faith, specifically for God's supernatural intervention into an impossible situation and see the answer from the Lord. People with this gift have an ability to pray for God to move in a supernatural way in the area of finances, 
you pray for people and they got a job, their finances recover, or they can pay their debt off supernaturally. In the area of miracles or whatever area that is needed in God's church and in the spreading of the gospel. Next one, the gift of faith, 1 Corinthians 12:9. To another, faith by the same Spirit. The supernatural ability given by God to certain believers in a specific situation, so that they feel absolutely sure and confident that God can do a certain thing they are requesting. How do you know you have a gift of faith? You love to take risks. You love to pray. You love to command the wind, the storm, and the mountain of people's life to go away. You will be able to persevere. You just keep on doing God's work. You have so much faith. You never give up. You don't easily give up. You trust God for the impossible. You will take big risks and have big visions. God called all of us to have faith. But some people have the gift of faith that come on for a certain period of time for the specific need. If you have this gift, you can believe God for the impossible. The next one, the gift of leadership, Romans chapter 12, verse 8. He who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads leaders, he who leads with diligence. Hebrews chapter 13, 7 and 17. Remember those who rule over you. Remember those who are leaders and take care of you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow considering the outcome of their conduct. Verse 17, Obey those who rule over you and be submissive, for they watch out for your souls as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. The gift of leadership is a supernatural ability to lead other believers by motivating and encouraging them to a common course of godly actions. It is very simple to test a gift of leadership. We ask a question, is there anybody following him or her? If you have this gift, people will gravitate to you in a natural way. People with this gift are typically goal-oriented. They are long-term people. They are not short-term. They are not just looking at a crisis today. Leaders work on the long-term and the big picture. Management works on the short-term and on control. But leadership works on change and getting to the big picture and the long-term result. They have an ability to influence, to lead, to guide, they are able to clarify and communicate the purposes of God and of the church. Christians will respond to their direction. Next one, the gift of administration, 1 Corinthians 12, 28. And God has appointed this in the church. First apostle, second prophet, third teachers, and after miracles, the gifts of healing, helps, and administrations. The gift of administration is the supernatural ability to organize and smoothly guide the affairs of the church. 
The word administrate means to guide or to pilot. It is a supernatural gift of management. People with this gift are able to handle and bow several balls at the same time. Some people can handle one project at a time. People with the gift of administration can manage many projects at the same time. They always look for a more efficient way to do things. Typically, they know how to delegate works to other people. They know how to get other people involved. They do not try to do anything by themselves. They get more people involved and delegate and organize. They can work with the details without losing a big picture. They have an ability to organize. I hope that some of you have this gift to build the church. In New Hope International Church, I notice that some people have the gift of administrations. It's wonderful. Now we're going to talk about the five-fold ministry gifts, five leadership gifts given by the Lord Jesus Christ to build the church, to guide the church, to train God's people. The first one is the apostles. 1 Corinthians 12, 28. And God has appointed this in the church. First, apostles. Second, prophets. Third, teachers. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 to 13. And he himself, mean Jesus himself, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. An apostle is a leader of the churches. He functioned as a leader over a number of churches with governing authority. He got born again, got trained in a church, rise up to lead a local church. And after that, he is sent out into different cities and different countries to pioneer and build churches. He laid out foundation for the church. His ministry is evidenced by causing a large number of churches to be planted. He laid out foundation of the church. 2 Timothy 1.11 to which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. The apostle Paul was the apostle to the Gentiles, but Peter was an apostle to the Jews. You see that one apostle has his boundary where he will work, what part of the world, what group of people. Some apostle influence people in Asia, but not in America. Some apostle have influence on Europe or maybe South Africa or South America. So each apostle has his own territory that God gave to him or her by the grace of God. Prophets. A prophet functions as a leader with a special ability to receive direct message from God with the ability to foretell certain events and to give direction to the church. This is not a gift of prophecy. Give a prophecy, every believer can be used by God to speak 
words from the Holy Spirit, a mouthpiece of God to encourage, to build up, to exhort people. But prophets are leaders in the church. Acts chapter 21 verse 10. And as we tarried there many days, there came down from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus. Agabus was a leader, a prophet in the early church time. Next one, evangelist. An evangelist has a supernatural ability to effectively proclaim the good news and to win people to Christ, as well as to train believers to become effective soul winners. Evangelists preach, and a group of people accept Christ easily. And he also trained the members of the church to be soul winners. Acts chapter 21, verse 8. And the next day, we that were of Paul's company departed and came unto Caesarea. And we entered into the house of Philip, the evangelist, which was one of the seven and abode with him. You notice that Philip was faithful in serving the food in Jerusalem. A lot of times, Christians don't reach the maximum level of their ministry. They may be pastor, one day evangelist, without being faithful in serving some things or some ministry in the local church first. You cannot say, I'm an evangelist now. I just got saved yesterday. So now I'm going to go out and make a big tent meeting or a big crusade. No, you are faithful in your local church, serving your pastor, serving other people. Be humble and you show faithfulness to God and grow spiritually first to become a mature man and woman instead of rushing out to be a great pastor, a great evangelist, a prophet. People take time to grow and show faithfulness to God. Philip was that kind of man. He was serving in Jerusalem faithfully until God really promoted him to be the evangelist. 2 Timothy 4, 5, But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of evangelists, make full proof of thy ministry. So even though we are not evangelists, but we should do the work of evangelists. I give you example. I'm not an evangelist. I'm a pastor. I'm a teacher. But I still do the work of evangelists. I still produce a lot of teachings for the believers and for the non-believers. And at the end of my teaching, I make an outer call. I try to bring my patients from the clinic to the church. Actually, many members in New Hope International Church are my previous patients. I led them to Christ. Next one, pastors. A pastor functions with the heart of a shepherd over a group of believers. He joyfully takes care of God's people with love and concern. He should be able to teach as well because you need to feed the flock by teaching the spiritual food. It's so clear when you have a giver pastor, you care for people, you love to spend time with people, want to see people grow up and bless and become strong. You care for the well-being of God's people. But pastors are the leaders in the church. Some people have the gift of shepherding, but they are not high leaders in the body of Christ. The fivefold ministry gifts are leaders in the body of Christ. They are given to the body of Christ by the Lord Jesus Christ. 
they are anointed by the Holy Spirit. Last one, teachers. A teacher functions as a leader with a special supernatural ability to effectively teach, prepare, and lay down basic and sound doctrines for believers in a group of local churches. It's so clear these people can write the lesson, can teach the Word of God in a systematic way, in a topical way, and they know, they understand the Word, and they can explain the interpretation of the Word of God in a very easy and understandable way. So I finish the overview of all the spiritual gifts. Let me pray for you. And I pray that you will discover your gifts. And I hope that you will have many gifts and you can use all those gifts in this generation that will impact the next generation. And you will have a lot of rewards in heaven. The Bible says that if you serve the Lord, He will bless your food and your water and He will heal your sickness. Let us serve the Lord. Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters to have the revelation and understanding and discovering of the spiritual gift in their life, Lord. Father, I pray that as they're faithful in using the gifts, exercising the spiritual gift they have received from you, you shall anoint them more, pour your Holy Spirit upon them, give them more grace, more open doors, more effectiveness and fruitfulness to them. And one day when they stand before the judgment seat of Christ, give an account of themselves to you, Lord. I believe you shall say good and faithful servant. Lord, bless their ministry. Bless the work of their hand. Bless their family. Protect them indeed, Lord. They shall live a long life to serve you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Please listen to this teaching again and again to gain more understandings of the spiritual gift. And please listen to the next teaching, lesson number seven as well. May the Lord bless you and please share this teaching with other believers so that they can learn how to discover their calling and their ministries. Thank you so much. God bless you in Jesus' name. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. i
Let's go. 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 Let's go.